Is it the end of the world? Check it out. Yes, it is the end of the world. And it's also Woo-wee. the beginning. So cute. Beginning of a brand new. Slick, man. That is slick. What's going on, y'all? My name is Kyle, a.k.a. Keezy, if you want. Covered law, y'all. What's up? We're ready to deal it up. We're going to deal. We're going to deck you and deal you. We're going to deal that deck. (laughs) And you know you like it. You like that deck. Yes. You You like the one, the one and only deck. You want some of this deck, bitch? Take this deck, bitch. Take it all. (laughs) How you doing? Oh, I'm pretty good, man. Yeah? Yeah, man. A lot of... Just put in a big day today. A lot of work today. Yeah, man. You've been fucking killing it. Yeah, man. We've been working here. This is where I've been working. Right here. All of, all of our cool design elements we have behind us here is all thanks to this man. Yeah. Well, that and we have a new look. We're coming out with some new graphics and that's all this guy. So, yeah. you know. We got our specialty. Yeah, we handle the different <laughs> sides of the thing, of the whole thing. So Absolutely. Yeah. T- today we're discussing Forgotten Freshness Volume 4. Oh, shit! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, I forgot I even owned that album, bro. I've never owned it. I, ne- I didn't listen to it. I, 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 when did this shit come out? 2005? I probably, this is no joke, probably the last ICP album that I bought. I remember, I think I lived with you and Shane at Kensington when yeah. this came out. Um, I remember buying it. The Hollow Wicked CDs smelled like pumpkins and shit, yeah. which I still have it in here. I wonder if it still smells. No, I don't think it does. Or the booklet maybe was supposed to. One of them. So that's the one that came with the uh, pumpkin CD. Yeah. The, the Hollow the pumpkin yeah. CD. The yeah. Hollow Wicked CD. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, I actually, I don't know where I got that, but I ended up owning this just the disc okay. but I, i've never had the case or the actual disc of uh volume four just the uh hollow wiki compilation don't know where i got that but hmm. i do own it that's a good one yeah yeah, yeah. So, and we did go over the co- halloween compilation i think uh a couple of years ago so we won't be touching on that today we're just gonna go through the the album itself which upon re-listening today is pretty fucking sweet yeah i remember not liking it at all when it yeah. came out and i think i think we actually lived together when this came out yeah we had an apartment with another roommate this came out and i remember only liking two songs yeah and and anyone could probably pick what they were. Yeah. Well, I could pick one of them, but they, what yeah. would one's Dear ICP? I would assume Dear ICP, and um, uh, I forget the name of the other one. The other one that was on your Wicked list, maybe it it was. Uh, I don't know. Was it Feel So Right? Oh, that was your. Uh, you gave that a sh- honorable mention on the Wicked list. Did I? Yeah, yeah. But after listening to it, you know, the whole time we've been working, we put in a whole work like since this morning. We've been working all day. We listened to it a good fucking, what, three, four times? Yeah. And after listening to it, it's, I like it. Like it a lot. There's some, you know what I mean? Just, that's the thing, man. It ages with, I mean, ICP music ages this weird way. It is like a fine wine. Like, you you would, like, the the 2022 wine taste will taste like shit, but give it 20 years. Yeah, for some reason, man, it (laughs) ages. And I think because ICP, they make pretty timeless music and you just don't know it at the time. Yeah. You just don't get it. 
Yeah, and plus, not to mention, you get used to kind of what you've been hearing for 20 years, and then yeah. you hear some shit like that, and you, it goes to show like, wow, they ha- really have changed a lot, and they, yeah. they've had so many different sounds, and they're just so unique that... For me, it was like, when this came out, I was like, they they aren't trying anymore. They don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, this is all trash. Yeah, because a couple of them were like remixes. Like, yeah. why the fuck is it? This is... Like, Forgot Fresh is supposed to be like old shit we never heard before, yeah. which they did deliver a few tracks like that. Yeah. But a couple of them seemed like they were made for this album and then a couple of them seem like they were pretty recent at the time yeah maybe scrapped from tempest or something even well i think tempest was a couple years after this was it oh yeah, yeah. you're right tempest was 2006 yeah, yeah. if i'm not mistaken or seven might have been like seven. That, one of those one of because right after this i think was calm or calm was in this era as well yeah you're right five like it was shortly after uh hell's pit um Oh, we see you, uh, Gage and Crutch and Justin. What's up, y'all? Um, What's up, y'all? Yeah, uh, Gage likes If I Was a King, uh, and Crutch like Bodies Fly, and Justin said, if you can't beat him, join him. All good tracks. Yeah, that, and that's what I was going at. Yeah, Dear ICP, and If You Can't Beat Him, Join mm-hmm. Him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one's like a, it was like a B-side of like, what? what uh, I don't know. but Wagon, the, or, wagon or something? The era those two songs were made in was the old school stuff. Yes, and yes. when I listened to this, those were the only songs I liked. I D- were like, DRC sounds like Riddlebox era. Probably. Yeah. Maybe even Ringmaster. Yeah. It's it they're old. Yeah. They're old. Both of them are are really old and you can tell like you know they were just goofing off. Mm. Um Dear ICP especially and if you can't beat them join them sound almost like a uh Remix to a Shaggy song. Oh, okay. Off of Fuck Off. Oh, okay. See, I I remember it when I, when we were hearing it or listening yeah. to it, but I can't remember the... It's definitely got like a same, the same beat as a song they've used. I can't yeah. remember. Uh, same beat, just slightly different, slightly mixed, but yeah. those are the only songs I was like... And that, other than that, I didn't care about this album, but yeah. going back and listening to it now, man. That's it's fun. Uh, I do actually like it. That's fun. Um, well, before we get into that, um, was there any Juggalo topics you, you wanted to touch on? Um, Oh, we we did find out right before we went live that CPN is live for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I guess CPN's <laughs> live, and I was like, oh, shit, we got to go up against CPN. <laughs> I encourage everyone to hit up CPN's chat and try to get those jugglos to come over here. <laughs> yeah. He, all he's doing is bitching about his girlfriend. So. Yeah, from what right. I heard... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, good luck, CPN. I don't know where you're going to end up or... Where you know where where you got it going, where you're where this ship is going, but man, good luck. I mean, he's definitely got some shit happening, and you know, I, I feel for him. You know, I I don't want to hear about anybody going through some shit, especially like you know, wife shit. Yeah. I guess sucks. And you know, that said, like jugglers might not care that much. I can't yeah. imagine. I mean, the chat. I was I was looking at the little bit of that chat, and it seemed like there were a lot of people pretty happy about his whole situation. Now <laughs> that's but, fucked up, man. Uh, dude, the negativity is going to come back and get you. I'm, I'm that. I mean, that's this is a classic case of it. Uh, but some would say we're negative, especially regarding twisted and shit. Yeah, and it might and it might be the same thing with that. It's going to be the same thing. With whatever we put out is going to come back to us yeah. for sure. Okay. For sure. And but we put out we put out so much good, I think, so much good vibes that that shit can't even scratch us. Yeah. And like you got to make it to where you choose what bad comes to you. You can you get you choose what is going to come yeah. to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yep. pick and choose. Um don't let it rot your brain, juggalos. Don't let the fake juggalo news rot your brain, jugs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, look look at ICP, all the negative stuff they did for years and years and years and they literally 
acquired the title of worst band in the world. Yeah. And were hated on for years and years and years. When they started turning that around and becoming more positive, things changed for them. That's true. You know, they even went to the fucking FBI. They they made it as, as far as like the FBI classifying them as a gang, which is probably one of the worst things that's ever happened to the juggalo culture. Oh, yeah. I'd say so. You know, and- They've endured it, turned it around, and now they're more positive than probably ever they've ever been. And, you know, things are turning around for them. And now, you know, they have a lot of uh, love from not even ICP fans, just people in general. Yeah, they definitely, they've entered the, uh, you know, the the classic realm. Yeah, man, you got to, yeah, it's, uh, and I really truly believe that. Karma, Jay talks about it a lot, I believe it. it comes back to you, so... And that's probably what poor CPN is going through right now. He, for the past couple of years, especially when he got with Roxy and stuff like that, man, he, you know, he, he put out a lot of negative energy into the juggalo world against juggalos. Yeah. You do you think, do you think it was perpetuated by uh, Roxy? I don't know, man. I mean, you know, women, you know, yourself, I don't know anything women, about her. But. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, other than what I would see on, on his stuff occasionally, I, I don't know. Bro. All I know is that the only thing I, I, I never watched CPN for what it's worth. I've, I've seen clips here and there. Um, I, I, you jug, jugs probably know. I don't, I literally never watch YouTube, let alone juggalo YouTubers, but I, I did watch the video of him. Like, was it him getting married to her that he posted that one time? Like, yeah, it was. He was in the middle of the street getting <laughs> yeah. married by some random yeah. guy. Like, it was some of the most cringiest, fucking weird yeah. shit I've ever seen a yeah. juggalo put out there. And I, I wish I could have uh, had some eye bleach after uh, <laughs> participating yeah. in that. that I mean, so I was weird. like, I was like, cool, man. He had. A, he, I guess he got. You know, that was a catch for him when he got yeah. her and stuff like that. But like, you know. It was almost like just a classic case of putting your life on the internet yeah. and it coming back to get you. Yeah. Like whether it's juggalo shit or not, dude, when you put your entire life on the fucking internet, yeah. you know, and, and then it all just comes down to like, who's talking shit about me now? Yeah. How do I have to get on here and start talking shit back and, and, you know, fire back when it comes to that, like you're done, dude. Yeah. You're it, right. You know, I mean, you know, I've, I'm no stranger to like putting myself out there. There's probably a lot of, information. I, I mean, I've been doing podcasts for 10 years, you know, like I put a lot of shit out there that probably I'd, I wouldn't love people to hear or see or whatever. But, um, my, my point is that like you, but you, it is possible to do, you know, what we're doing. Like these motherfuckers probably don't even know like how many kids I have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you could do it without putting all that yeah, out there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Not, not that I care, but like, you know, I, I would never say anything. I didn't care you know, about putting out there. But I guess what all I'm trying to get at is that sometimes, like you said, but sometimes putting it out there isn't really the greatest idea. No, not at all. You know, not because now all. that's why CPN's over there pouring his heart out about, you know, his personal damage, life. Damage control. Yeah. And now he's like getting juggalos nonstop in his comments, just shitting on him. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, you put out, you put out a lot of negative energy for the past few years. Like, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's coming back. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him in a way, but I don't in a way. Yeah. I mean, karma, man. Yeah. It's just, it, it just happens like that, but good luck. CPA. Anyway, moral of the story, man, karma. Jay talks about it a lot. I believe, I believe that shit. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, I feel it. Um, other than that, the only other thing I wanted to uh, get on is that I want I, I want motherfuckers to start hassling the Joker. 
<laughs> speaking of speaking of putting shit out into the universe here, I'm putting this out in the universe, dude. I've already put my put my shit about Joker out there in the universe. You know, I gave this guy chance after chance, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and shit on him again. Here. Yeah, we kissed his ass pretty good. I mean, I, I genuinely and yeah, it, it, we did kiss his ass, but. I genuinely felt it. Like I, I felt like bad about dissing him in the past. Yeah. Like, this guy is cool. He is down to earth. But you know, we had we had a botched show that t- that day. We we had a great show with him, but uh, the the sound didn't record right. For those that don't know, the sound didn't record right. We still put it up, but it sucked. I ended up taking it down. But the point is. We had a great time hanging out with the Joker. I tried to like literally the next week. I was like, "Hey, come back. Let's. I'll fix my shit. I'm sorry. Like, you know, fucked up." Um, he never like entertained that. I've hit him up probably three or four times. Just, no, I'm not trying to be a bugaboo. Just like, hey, like I heard this is happening. You want to come talk about it? He's he's ignored me. Whatever, dude. I get it. He's over there do, being a big timer. He's. I just got an email. I'm on his mailing list. I got an email the other day that his fucking j- jester band is like almost complete. And you know, he posted like a. a, a he sent a f- uh, email like with a big picture of the jester band, which is no joke. There's like 20 fucking people in this picture, but. Um, it's a cool picture, but like, I'm like, this is obviously the next evolution of Joker's legacy is my oh, guess. But the, my point is like, why in the flying fuck are you doing that when you have my money? I, I feel like, I mean, just having shit on my own plate. I feel like he hasn't really handled his own image and, in, in he fucking sucks at it, bro. Like he hasn't even handled just Joker. No, correctly. So how? So now you got twenty people. This dude is—he's—he's he's a very talented rapper. Well, yeah, obviously, producer, obviously. A musician, whatever. He's—he's he's very, very talented. What he has put out there is—is is pretty damn good. Yes. I mean, like some of it's really good. But his marketing is fucking horrible. Yeah, and I don't mean that as just like you could do better. I mean, he's—it's like he actively tries to make it hard on himself, like. As soon as he started picking up steam back in the day, as soon as he started picking up steam, all he wanted to do was start battling and dissing juggalos and pops and people and shit. Yeah. And that's why I fell off initially. You know? Well, again, like, again, man, it's the shit you put out there. Yeah. Like, he's probably perpetually put it put stuff out there that's coming back on him. It's almost like he's in a loop that he can't get out of. Yeah, it's like he 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 spends a lot of time like on a project, puts some shit out there, and then like never quite completes it or yeah. never quite takes okay Delivers. here here's it's like he he takes that step and then there's a fork in the road and he just always takes the hardest worst fork in that road like i and what i mean by that is like you're 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 putting out good shit take the fork in the road that's like where people are like hey come work with me and put out more good shit like you'll do go down that road not the hey come work with me and let's diss these people and yeah. let's fucking fuck what you've already been putting all this time into let's make an album of you just singing <laughs> let's put, let's make an album of you crying about your life or whatever you know like what the fuck are you doing bro he has yet to actually capitalize off of his initial first good joker album and that was fucking like 12 years ago yeah i remember when you i mean we went over all that so like, I, we, during when he we had him on so we thought he was kind of turning it around with this coming home like he's like he's re- maybe realized the error of his ways he's putting out this coming home album like hey juggalos i'm back on the track like okay you got me on board bro I'm he on- obviously got lost coming home because i haven't heard shit about this at all this was november of 2020 when we had him on our Since show the last time we had him on the show i haven't seen any juggalos anything online like reviewing his album or talking about his album yeah. or anything it- 
Uh, he, he, I, what, I was, hap- what happened in the fucking album? Over the summer, uh, when, during the gathering, he put out a digital version of Coming Home that was like, it's only he's supposedly only a partial version, and he has some old songs that I've already... Oops. A partial version? He, he put out, it was like 12 or 13 tracks, and like six or seven of them were like brand new, I think from... That sounds like, here, let me tide you over because yes. it's not finished. That's exactly what it was. He even like kind of said that, and he said the new... The, stay tuned, the new version's coming out. Now we're fucking... Five fucking months later, and nothing, not, not a peep, and he still has his "Make Juggalos Great Again" website up. He's still taking pre-orders for the albums and jerseys and whatever else. I mean, he only has a measly twenty of my dollars. I can so, only imagine if one of these Juggalos who donated two hundred, three hundred fucking dollars to this cause, yeah, like how dude. they feel. You know, I, yeah. I emailed him like, "Hey, what's going on?" Got nothing. I texted, I messaged him on Facebook. Got nothing. I tried to get a pay. I tried emailing. PayPal, like, let me get my money back. It's been too late. So, like, you're just fucked, you know? That sucks, dude. So, I, I'm ready for Juggalos to start hassling this fucking guy and put his, sh- like, he needs to deliver on his promise and stop taking pre orders for something he probably doesn't have intentions of delivering. Yeah, he's still taking pre orders. Yes. Well, like, then that tells me he, he set a goal and he hasn't even hit it yet. Mm. Mm. He set a goal. This is what I need to get this done. And it ha- he hasn't hit it yet. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think, and then now true. he's probably spending his money on this other shit. Yeah, because he was talking about making videos and shit for yeah. this, and like, so now he's probably spending his money on this other shit, and he can't complete what he promised because yeah. he don't have the fucking money for it. Wouldn't surprise me, man. But I mean, but then again, how's he fucking have all this money to make a goddamn band and like promote it? That's shit? where all. That's where everything went. <laughs> it's fucking absurd. He was like, I needed this to get the coming home thing done. Oh shit, I didn't. I I didn't get what I needed. Fuck, let me take what I have and put it towards this band. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, and you know what's funny is that at the end of that Joker album, the the Coming Home, we'll just call it the Coming Home EP that he put out over the summer. At the end, he had a song that was by Jester, which is his band. And he's like, at the end, he's like, yeah, this is the new project. Y'all didn't, weren't expecting this. This is my, this is it now. I'm, this is what I'm doing now. That's this is pretty much what he's saying. Like, I'm not doing what I, what you just heard. That's in the past. Now I'm doing what's on this song only in well, the future. Well, then there you go. <laughs> he literally told everybody, I'm fucking all of you over <laughs> from, you know, the coming home thing. It didn't work out. Now this is what I'm doing. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I mean, that's as plain as day. If that's if that's what you're saying, Juggalos, reach out to this fucker and get <laughs> try to get your money back. I highly recommend. Um, call your bank, whatever you got to do. He, <laughs> you will not get you will not get what you were promised. Is my is my guess. My question is how many? I mean, you know, not to rag on you, but how many Juggalos were dumb enough to fall for it? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I, I was caught. I was caught up in the moment, dude. We interviewed him. He's like, cool. Yeah. Fuck. I'm like, I'm ordering this shit tonight. Yeah, man. And I, really I almost did. did too. I was like, damn, I, I kind of want to. God, man. I, if I get that shit in the mail, I'm breaking it on the show. Uh, he, <laughs> I liked him enough and shit, but like, he just had this energy about him where I was like, eh, I don't think I'm going to give him his mo- my money quite sure. yet. Yeah, I, uh, he got me, man. I'm a fucking yeah. sucker. <laughs> Uh, oh I well. mean, it's he, happened, man. It happens to all of us. He's got me a few times. Though. That's it's happened really to all of us. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, let's see what people say here. Uh, somebody said, let's see. If you follow, Gage said, if you follow Joke on Facebook, he talked about going through a divorce and he moved and shit, but he didn't seem to handle his bits. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Hey, like, you you have motherfuckers money, bro. Do your job. Damn, so he went through a divorce too? That's kind of that's kind of sucky, but. The shit changed everybody, man. You know what changed everybody? The pandemic. Yeah. 
Yeah, I really. The I pandemic think so. changed everybody because it forced people to take sides politically. Mm-hmm. It forced people to become political who weren't political. Yep. And it and it forced uh, hu- husbands and wives and couples to to take sides and they probably had never thought about it before. Yeah. I mean, it definitely put a strain even, even with people just staying home more yeah. or whatever, you know, there's definitely a little bit of that. I'm yeah. Sure. I was going to get to that. Not, it's not only just political, but that was a big part of it. Another part of it is, is people staying home. People have to change jobs. Mm. People have, you know, all kinds of different stuff, schooling with kids, you know, a lot of shit, a lot of shit changed, man, that people couldn't handle. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, I'm sorry to hear if that, if you're going through some personal shit joker, but I mean, as a customer, like it's, it's absurd that you've been 18 months now with my, with mine and other people's money. You know? And let's get, let, let, let's get serious about this. A lot of businesses right now are using the pandemic as excuses for everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, we don't have enough this pandemic. You know, we can't get this pandemic. And, you know, artists are no different. I guarantee you. I guarantee you if brought to their face, they would use it. Yeah. They would use that as an excuse. I mean, fucking ICP's used it. Bro, we've been putting out this fucking podcast all goddamn pandemic. <laughs> Pretty much, haven't we? Yeah. Did we? I mean, we might have stopped. We've we taken breaks here and there, yeah. but man, I mean, we've been fucking grinding. And it, you know, you could put, you could put in time, like, it, especially when, like, when he, we had him on the show, it, he was acting as if it was like done. He was like, he played, yeah. us a, he played us a song. I remember it. Yeah. And, and then when that EP or whatever came out over the summer, like I said, there was like six or seven new songs on there. And like, you're, it's almost done, bro. Like what more could there be to do? It's been a year since then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it sucks, man. Fucking joker, dude. I liked you. I liked you good enough, man. And you almost had my money, man. But I don't know, dude. Like at this point, joker, if you, if, if he agrees to come back on the show, we will be contentious. I'm not be gonna be sucking your dick, Joker. <laughs> you owe me twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you owe many other jugglers. I'm sure thousands of dollars. So, you know, get get on your fucking bullshit, bro. <laughs> wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be grave? Joker just came on like, hey man, I'm sorry guys, and you just, we were just be able to like lay into him, and he's like, I know, man. In, in this, and why the fuck, <laughs> guys? Look, man, I'm sorry, Joker. If you're interested in being scolded <laughs> like a child. Dequandell.gmail.com. I will gladly fucking scold you like a child on the show and allow you to grovel and to the juggalos and repent and ask for their forgiveness because that's what we need and that's what you have to fucking do. <laughs> you know what we do? What? Good cop, bad cop. I'll be the good <laughs> yeah. cop. All right, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and another thing. And you're like, man, we, we I mean, get hey, it. Man, hey, hold on. Now, now, I get what you're saying, but like, you got to take it from Joker's side. You know? <laughs> let's see. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do good cop, bad cop, but it's still bad cop, bad cop, yeah. right? <laughs> That's how it works. And like, then like you'll hear from Jugger's side, then you'll interrupt him. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good cop, bad cop is is um, it, you know, it's still bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> oh shit, man. Oh, well, I, I just had to rant about him because that shit's really been pissing me off, and he has not addressed it. And especially when I got that email the other day, it set me the fuck off, dude. I bet, man. Jester, like. Like, what's this band sound like? I don't know. Like, the the song that was at the end of that album was like, it was fine, but it sounded like every other overproduced, like, Joker song, 700 track Joker songs. You know what I mean? Like, it it was just him chanting seven different chants all at the same time with every instrument playing in the background. (laughs) Joker, what is your, like, when you, like, when you're mixing, when you're recording and mixing, what is your, uh, 
what, what do you call it? Your panel look like your board. Bro, I'd love to see it. Like, do you use multiple monitors and link them together and like scroll down like 10 monitors so you can see all your fucking panels and shit? Yeah, he takes like four monitors and turns them sideways so they're all on top of each other. God, man. Yeah, I mean, his shit is layered. Don't get me wrong. Oh, shit. I mean, it's it's okay. Layered music and all that stuff and, you know, to have all them different sounds. Less and, is more sometimes. Yeah, man. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Especially in hip-hop. I'll still stand by his first album, uh, uh, his, whatever, Joker's Legacy. It's dope as fuck. It's, every song is sweet. I did a review of it on my old podcast. You can go listen to me talk about it. But nevertheless... Everything he's done since then has pretty much sucked. That's why it's taking him so damn long. Like, like, take a few tracks out of your songs here and there. Yeah. And maybe you might be able to uh, get them mixed and mastered and <laughs> sent out on time. I'm imagining him, like, just, like, stewing over his, like, his, like, a, a assortment <laughs> of panels and knobs. And he's just like this every day. Like, <laughs> so the whole, the whole last two years, he's just been like on every song, like, Oh, this is not it. It's not right. It's I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame him, man. Like the, the, the little bit of mixing and mastering I've done and like recording and stuff. It's like, yeah, like you hear one thing and then you hear another thing. And then like, it's like, Oh, it needs this. I get it. I mean, if, he does seem like he's a perfectionist in that regard, but yeah. He, he like sometimes like and this is something I struggle with too because I'm like that to an extent like I'll sit here and fuck with the images and shit for hours yeah. as you've seen but like you got to get to a point where you're like you just ask a second opinion and they tell you if it's good enough yeah that's really what it boils down to because if you don't you'll keep fucking with it until you make it worse mm -hmm. and that's what that's what I've and that's happened a lot to me man yeah and I've done, I've done a lot too so I mean often when I'm making anything creative I like and I'm getting frustrated I'll be like I'll stop be like is this just good enough? If it is, I'll roll with it. Yeah. But I get it, man. I mean, hey, perfectionist, whatever. Well, anyways, all in all, Joker. Joke's on us, I guess, right? I guess so. Um, let's see. Dead Body Brand said one annoying thing he overdoes is have the vocals bleed from the chorus to the verse. Yeah, he does that a lot. Um He'll be like in the middle of like his chorus. His chorus will go on for like another bar where he's like, oh, it'd be like rapping <laughs> in the background. Rapping, yeah. <laughs> uh, the album's still in the gauge says it probably needs three more times. It probably needed three times more vocal overlays and humming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, well. man. All right, man. Well, um, you got, if you don't got anything else, let's get into our album. Yeah. Ready? Good, man. That's it. All right, man. Um, so I'm going to go grab this other drink right quick. Yes. Um, so I'll introduce it here. Uh, today, we are going over Forgotten Freshness Volume 4. <laughs> How you like that? Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. So, uh, where is, it? where is it? Oh, no, there it is. All right. Well, not that one. It's showing our stats here. I don't want to do that. Stats. What kind of stats? There we go. All right. For at first, volume four. Ooh, look at this. It's little. I got to fix it. Classic shit right here. Man, that beat is sweet. Why is it so small? What the hell? Oh, I fucked that up. God damn it. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. 
technical difficulties. No, we're good. It, nobody even the listeners don't even know. We're just listening to the intro. There we go. That's all I had to do was pull a little corner out. Yep. Boom. <laughs> Technology, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I pre-ordered a Joker ASMR album. The Joker ASMR. <laughs> we got to get a. Hey, uh, he probably hit up ASMR Chris. Got oh, some coaching. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> ASMR Chris, man, look him up. He's a, he's a natural talent. Mm-hmm. All right, so this intro is cool. The juggling jugglers shit. Yeah, it's cool. This was on. Uh, they used this just beat for Tunnel of Love. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And I remember our buddy, our old buddy Richard said he that was like one of the dopest beats he's ever heard in his life oh wow interesting yeah, i remember he said that that's a random like he I mean, didn't say like dope you know how rich yeah, it yeah. is but he said oh he, man, said he was, loved that he probably said it was keen or something <laughs> that's keen oh <laughs> uh, but all that was was probably just like a carnival calliope sample put to a mikey clark drum beat yes great and it was awesome yeah i said it's no no joker over production <laughs> yeah. it was just probably two things mikey clark drum beat yeah calliope sample stick it together there you go he might have uh, adjusted the uh, bpm on one of them yeah yeah the um i mean that it literally sounded like he ripped that sound straight from a carousel yeah literally like yeah straight up i love it absolutely what do you think about this one? Didn't they have a video to this? The people, yeah, I think. They yeah, did. they had a video to this, and it's like showing them rapping in the booth, and like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we should pull that up. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get kicked off thinking some shit like that. But yeah, I remember they they. So this song was made for this album, obviously. Uh, was it? I think so, because I don't think I think this was like a brand new song. Yeah, pull out the book. I forgot. We got the old trusty book here. Yep. Let's look at that. Man, I love the Forgotten Freshness setup. You know, some, you know, all Forgotten Freshness aren't equal, created equal, but I definitely love the setup, like the cover and like how they've always done it, you know. Uh, I hope they come out with another one one day. Yeah, that would be nice. The last one they did was, well, they did six featuring Freshness, I think was before that. Though. Yeah. And like all all the, you know, each each Forgotten Freshness has pictures and shit from, all, from, the, from the previous eras. Yeah, the pictures. Pictures in this one are very tight. I really like that one where they're maskless and bloody. That was for uh, Hell's Pit. Was it for Hell's Pit? Yeah. Yeah, that's a dope picture. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Hell's Pit photo shoot. Because when you open Hell's Pit, remember in the back behind the disc, yes, you're right. there's a picture of them. You're right. That is that. Same photo shoot. Nope. That's pretty cool with the orange jumpsuits and the uh, Wraith era. <clears throat> that is sweet. Yeah, man, this is a classic setup as far as the forgotten freshness. This part, this part kept making me laugh when we were listening to it. Shaggy. <laughs> people in the This shit just makes me laugh. Yeah, this was created just for the uh, Forgotten Freshness album. That's what it says. It's a shout out to all the people of the Tundra. 
It's a shout out to all the people that are still down with the clowns, especially all after all six jokers cards. I always conflate this with the song that's on Hatchet History. What's the one that's like that on Hatchet History? Oh, I have no clue. Uh, We're going to go through that one one day. Oh, yeah. That I, I have that album physical, but I haven't listened to it in a while. The album is great. But I think, I mean, we've got, we've touched on most of the songs in the past, but there, whatever song is at the beginning of that, I can't remember what it is. Fuck. I like how Willoughby Rags is all over this shit. Yeah, I noticed that too. And it uh, sounds like the Tunnel of Love Willoughby Rags. Yeah, it makes me wonder. There's though, different tunnel. There's different Willoughby Rags. Like yeah. you can tell Shaggy's aged in some of the newer right. ones. So you think those Willoughby Rags clips are old? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this sounds like Terry Will shit that they just left out. Yeah, you might be right. They don't mention that, though. They don't mention the Willoughby Rags stuff. When you do the clown walk. I wish they would. Why didn't they? They Damn you, ICP. I want to know. All right, man. (laughs) You want to know what? I want to know if the Willoughby Rags is from Tunnel Love. Scrap Tunnel Love shit. God dang it. Look, I like how I Google Hatchet History. And look, it has the album cover. And then it says 6000 BC. What? (laughs) It talks about the history of hatchets and axes. <laughs> wow. I mean, it makes sense, but what the fuck? I love that they actually have the uh, CD on there, though. That's so funny. What was the song I was... Th- I'm just trying to think of the song I was thinking of. It's time. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I like It's Time better. I do, too. <laughs> the people's cool. It's a nice thought, but It's Time is... Yeah, It's Time is... It's time that I told yeah. That shit's dope Clown Walk This song was originally made in early 05 So that was the year this album was released Dope uh, What'd you say about this song earlier? You said something about it I, This song, it seems like it was Um, it's, I said I think it's, it feels like a predecessor to uh, Clown Dripping Yeah Like with a simple beat they're rapping about like just basic like clowny sh- like when I'm clowning like urban type shit you know so it, it definitely fits in that genre when I'm clowning I guess when I'm clowning there was, a, there was one off of uh, last week's um, Psychopathics from Outer Space 2 yeah no was that last week's or whatever, whatever no there week was one was. on there under the big top yeah another clowny clowning clowny clownalicious song yeah like this song sounds like they're almost trying to make a dance yeah there's a couple there's another song on here like that yeah it almost sounds like actually no it almost sounds like a uh, a little john kind of song where they repeat shit and it's like real hype that was put your panties to the side i think is that what it was yeah probably <laughs> we'll get there eventually this song's tight though i do Hold, like it keep them on juggalettes we'll get there yep keep your panties right in the middle for now we'll let you know when to pull them to the side I, I really love this beat. Like, I don't know what, like, this is like a beat I would have, like, picked out, like, in my rapping days. Yeah, this is a decent beat. Back to Clown Walk. Uh, it was created for concert after parties. Oh, really? Recorded uh, record release parties or whatever. I see we thought it'd be fresh to see all the jugglers and all the jugglers in the house doing a clown walk. Okay. The song was never actually intended to be released, but once they finished the song, they realized it was just too fresh not to be released. I feel that. Shaggy Too Dope made the beat for that. 
Oh, really? Yeah. For Clown Walk? Yep. Oh, wow. Anyway, now we're at If I Was King. See, I'm sorry. I'm going to be reading this a lot, but That's it's okay. kind of hard not to with the Forgotten Freshness yeah, album, you know, because they, they, put, they put so much shit in, into it. Plus, it's nice to know where these songs came from. That's always what we're curious about. Yeah. This was recorded in 2004. So one year prior. They had just gotten home from the Hell Spits whore. Mm. They had the crazy urge to hit the studio after all that road time. It's a dope-ass song that I almost got forgotten about completely until we luckily discovered its file at the last minute. Yeah, you can imagine. They might, they've probably lost songs completely. Yeah. I know I have. And I have no, and I don't have any, anywhere near their catalog. And I've lost songs forever. I've lost shit I've written. I've never lost anything I've recorded. I have. No, I've, I've like literally lost entire hard drives of recordings. That fucking sucks. Like my hard drive went fucked and I couldn't fix it. And I never backed it up. That's so hard. yeah, I know how that shit goes, man. But I'm not a professional, so that's what happens when you're not a professional recording artist. I mean, I've lost my fair share of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. See? Oh yeah, our Ringmaster episode. Remember, we did the whole episode. Motherfucker didn't record. Mm-hmm. We had to redo it. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, man. That shit oh, happens, guys. Or remember our interview with Anarchist Vampire back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> Anarchist Vampire. Wow. No, I, I mean, I remember. Yeah, I, I do. That was back. It. In the, oh, I used to do a show called Keezy Show, and back in 2006, we were doing podcasts. By the way, yeah, 2006. Imagine that. I mean, podcasts didn't get popular. We didn't, we didn't even call it a podcast. No, it wasn't called a podcast. So we just called it the Keezy Show. It was just radio. It was just Internet radio. <laughs> yeah, we called it a radio show. We did podcast. I don't think was coined at the po- at no. the time yet. But anyways, we did it. We did an interview with this Juggalo rapper named Anarchist Vampire. Highly recommend looking him up if you aren't familiar. He's still around. He was he was one of a kind. Let's just say that. Yeah. But we managed to somehow get an interview with him. And then during the we did the whole interview. It was funny. We had all kinds of funny shit we said. And then we found out it didn't record. So we he was like nice enough to like call us back. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember one thing that. that was funny about that was he had like another guy like call us. He's like, Hey, uh I work with the Anarchist Vampire. I just want to make sure you guys are ready. We're like, Yeah, he was like, he's like, All right, let me get him. And like then he put him <laughs> was that his uh <laughs> his publicist. Yeah. <laughs> Manager or something. Oh man, it was so funny. Yeah. What should right. I do? All right. So, if I was a king, good song. Yes. Uh, Dear ICP, one of the best songs on this album. Yeah. I remember, like I said, back when I first listened to this, this was, I probably skipped each song until I got to this one. I was like, oh, okay, finally one that's that yeah. I'm looking for. It's got that old school shit, man. Yep. Let's see what it says. This piece of art is ancient. This track was uh, this track has never been heard before, and it's from back in the days of 1993. All right, Ringmaster. This song was recorded for the Ringmaster album, but it was never used. It was just too sloppy and crazy. There was no telling what was going through the minds of the wicked clowns in the early 90s. And this, well, I like how this didn't make the cut, but Bugs on My Nuts. I know, did. Bugs on My Nuts. <laughs> you know? But man, the flows in that oh, are just yeah. too good. And the beats. Yeah. Hot fire. I don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the dead one makes the cut, but this got cut. This song is plain truthful evidence that ICP has been on some other shit since day one. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. And I don't have to tell you who produced it. 
Everybody knows who produced this one. Man himself. Yes. What do you say? And I'm, that was probably Jay's girlfriend at the time. Didn't he have a girlfriend called Karen or something? I think so, yeah. He actually had a girlfriend called <laughs> yeah. Karen. So he's been putting his girlfriend on his music since yeah. 1993. Yeah. You know? Can't even get mad about having Lacey on fucking no. Yum Yum. No. Oh, by the way, that reminds me, like, Bla- Blase Rose posted an like, Instagram post the other day of, like, it was a picture of her and Jay in, like, a long paragraph about how, like, she really loved him and, like, how, uh... Then why did you fucking rip his heart out but and it, stomp on it? But then she's like, but we're still best friends and yada yada. Like, you friend zoned him? That was weird. Like, she literally has his name tattooed here. on her, you know let me, what I mean? Let me, let, let me say something right now. Maybe he friends out her, bro. No, come on, dude. I mean, Blase's hot, but, like, I mean, Lacey's pretty hot, too. Who would you rather have? That's a, probably Blase. Exactly. <laughs> That's way more of a woman, in my opinion. Like, as far as, like, you know, a woman woman. But, like... Okay, you're, she, when they got together, how old was she? 20s? Yeah, early 20s? Probably, yeah. And you're getting with, like, a close to 50-year-old? <laughs> and, like, you're... Number one, Jay, you fell for it. Okay, you fell for it. Women don't come around and actually settle down in their mind with relationships until they're like late twenties at earliest. If you're with a woman in the twenty in your twenties, no, it's never gonna last. This the woman in her twenties will never stay with you. No, in her early twenties, of course not. And like you might get lucky, there's exceptions. But they're never going to stay with you, especially if you're pushing 50. They're going to fucking tear your heart out, stomp on it, and go off somewhere else. I mean, that's just what's going to happen. Jay fell for it, and she fucking, you know, she played his ass. Yeah. You know, that. I mean, it, that that's the harsh view of it. Hey, I guess, man, you don't know what really happened, dude. No, I don't know what really happened, but I, hey, like, dude. well, that's what I was getting at. What really could have happened is she probably got sprung by him and said, oh, well, he's charismatic. We all we all think that. I mean, I think Jay's pretty damn charismatic when he, when he wants to be. He's very positive. He's very uplifting. But makes the, you, makes the reality you, was probably a little worse than that. <laughs> yeah. He makes you feel good about yourself. But, like, it, she was already hot. Did, he, did yeah. she need Jay telling her how, like, great she was? I think that was more like a bucket list check, you know? Yeah. Like, I, fuck, fuck Violet Jay. Check. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it, Jay fell for it, man. And, and, and it, man. And it could have been one of those things where Jay was like, yeah, we can just be fuck buddies. And he caught feelings. Yeah. What a surprise. And then she caught feelings because he caught feelings. And it's it's like... It's I feel bad feelings. Yeah. Except it, not real feelings. It's I feel bad feelings. I mean, you know, you don't know. Maybe, maybe she was maybe she was sprung. Maybe he was sprung. Like I mean, shit just probably fizzled out. Like he was not as great of a man as she thought he might have been. He she know, was man. a crazy psycho bitch. You yeah. know, on underneath the surface. You know, like everybody's got their issues, especially juggalo people. Like all have weird issues and shit. I mean, so. that reminds me of some daddy shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm gonna get Jay tattooed on me because I didn't have a good dad. It's like, <laughs> like weird, dude. There goes, there goes any chance of having Blase on our Juggalo origin story. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Blase, if you ever come <laughs> Juggalo origin story. I'm just kidding. I'm good. <laughs> sorry about that. Hit me up. Uh, no, like, I mean, yeah, I'd like to lay into Jay. I'd be like, well, I, Jay, if you ever come on, I'm gonna lay into you, bud. What the fuck are you thinking with women, man? Get your shit together, dude. Get you a nice girl your own age, okay, who's going to care about you, you know, and who's been and who's been through all the bullshit, 
All right. And that brings me to the chick he's got now. Was she another 20 year old, probably? Yeah, probably. Maybe I don't know. 30. I don't fucking know, but do you really think she's going to stay with him? Probably not. Fuck no. <laughs> God, dude. Maybe she'll be the one that puts up with it, man. I wouldn't care if Jay's like, yeah, man, I'm just dicking these young chicks down. And oh, yeah. But next he falls one. in love with that. Next everyone. one, next one. Bring them on. Next one. This one, yeah. This one, they get tattoos of me. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not like that, Jay. You catch feelings. And it's Captain Save a Ho shit. Like, that's what happens to Jay, dude. He catches feelings. He falls in love with every girl that pays him attention. Yeah. It's, it's sad. I mean, I, I, I can get that to an extent. Like, <laughs> dude, like, if a girl tells me, like, she, like, she likes my eyes, I'm sprung on that bitch for, like, six months. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you have nice eyes. Like, you're like, all right, I got to do everything I can to fuck you now. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I mean, if uh, a cute chick pays attention to, yeah, it does something to a man. I get it. But, man, you got to have, you got to have. You gotta have restraint. You gotta be able to control that. You gotta be able to understand what's Jay, really going on. Jay, you're fucking a millionaire rock star, bro. You have some self-respect. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, Shaggy fucking, you know, he he got him a nice wife. He wifed up. He's got him a family. He doesn't give a fuck about any of that. Jay's a guy. And we thought Jay was doing that too with Sugar Slam, but he fucked that up too somehow. Yeah, I mean, Sugar Slam was at least, I mean, she seemed his own She stuck age. around for a long time and like had his kids and everything. Like, It makes you wonder like, what it is that like is like just fucking it up. Maybe she. W That's another thing Jay has. He he wants these women to be like, like extravagant porn stars for him and shit. It's like, dude, get you a girl. Like those days are over, bro. Yeah, you're like, like you're, you're geriatric. Settle down. <laughs> lay down. Just lay down. Yeah. <laughs> she probably she probably was like a pretty like uh uh what do you want to call it modest woman sure. for the most part, and was like you know I'm not going to be be the, this fucking porn star slut you need. Yeah. You I mean, know? he probably fucked around on her and shit. You Maybe. Know? Yeah. It wasn't surprising. We're just... We're just... We're, we're spitballing. You know, we're putting all the pieces that Jay has given us and we're trying to put it together. But yeah, man, come on, man. It's all speculations. Get you a good girl, Jay. Get you a good woman, man. Who gives a fuck about these young porn stars? Like, I, I hear there's a I hear there's a chick named Roxy that's single. <laughs> um, Alright, so what do you think about this song? Man. This one's pretty cool. This song's like dope. It. What's it say about this song? I mean, because this had to be done around the same time, too, if they're fucking with Tech 9 right? Yeah, this was probably 2005 or earliest. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Madhouse, track six. This boy was recorded exclusively for Forgotten Fresh. Okay. So, yep. So, yeah, too much of that shit going on on these. Why are they putting Tech 9 on a Forgotten Freshness, though, this early? Like, why wouldn't they put him on, a, like, a bigger album? Like, how on a Junkers card? I think this song could have fit on, like... He could have been on Tempest. Yeah. Or The Calm or something. Right. I, I mean, I think this song is just as good as anything on either of those albums, you know? Yeah. I mean, not, maybe not just as good as some of Tempest's best songs. It's better than every song on The Calm. All right, moving on. You uh, think so? Yeah. Better than every song on the calm. There's a couple. There's a couple good ones. I think are a little bit better. Just because it has Tech Nine, I don't know. I don't. It's not. It's All right, let's let's just get rid of uh, Deadbeat Moms and put that on there instead. Why did Deadbeat Moms make the cut, but yeah. Madhouse didn't? You know. All right, what's the song from? This one is. I don't know. This one doesn't really catch me. Yeah. 
You said it was one of the wickedest songs. It is wicked, but it doesn't. You don't feel it though. I don't like it. I feel like I mean this song's like as slow as and as boring as the dead one to me. <laughs> I like the dead one. It's more cerebral. It's more in your head. This yeah. one's more like a story that you know, and I don't know. Yeah, like you can't listen to this song and like thoroughly enjoy it. It's just like a, it's an uncomfortable song. What's it called? What's this one called? Feel so right. Feel so right. This song just makes you feel uncomfortable the whole time. The first sentence is, this shit is wicked. <laughs> this is one of the songs left off of the Hell's Pit album. Okay. There's no reason it was left off that anyone can remember. Other than the song was never really finished until now. Mike P played guitar on this. Okay. Mike P. He played guitar on this like a demonic dragon ninja. He murdered it on this one. Team Supreme. What the fuck is Team Supreme? Team Supreme added lots of frosting on it. I don't know what that is. I, I think that's what they're calling like the group, they're, super group of producers of them and Mike B or some shit, I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah, so. All right, I'm moving on. This song's just too uh, drab. Yeah, I'm not. It's an okay song, but it is wicked. Uh, I'm glad they left it off of Hell's Pit. So this is the same Mikey Clark remix that's on the remix Wraith. Same with the CPKs, right? Yep. Which, that's kind of cheap to do. Like, they obviously just needed some filler tracks for Forgotten Freshness 4. Yep. Or, you know, what came out first? This or the remix albums? Hold on. How could ICP do a song without big homie Mikey, Mikey Clark? Back up in your ass. Frightened ass with a fresh ass remix to the Juggle Anthem Homies off of 2002 Shangri-La. Take a peep at Mikey Clark's twist on the race. That's all it says. So the remix albums came out in 2006. So they ca- it came out the year after. So maybe like they got Mikey Clark to do a couple remixes and they were just like, fuck it, you want to do all of them? Yeah. You know? They got Mikey Clark to do a couple remixes and he didn't do all of them, did he? Oh, yeah, you're right. He didn't, he didn't do you're all right. of them. I, I forgot. He maybe, only did maybe, maybe that's what they planned on. Yeah. Mikey Clark, do you do your version of the Wraith and he, he did a few of them but couldn't do them all. So well, they got some other people to fill in. Well, for what it's worth, I think this album... Damn, that motherfucker sells for $50? Jesus. Yeah, it's not cheap. Um, anyways... Uh, None of that shit is cheap anymore. I um, I, I like I like this version of the song, but I don't think it's better than no. the Mike P. Fuck I mean, no. it, the Mike P is just classic. This is a great beat, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's dope. But, like, Homies is Mike P's music. I mean, it's just, it's just the way it is. Yeah. So that said, I'm just going to skip through it. Yeah. All right, the next song is Stow. This one is weird. I like this song. This seems, This reminds me of like a, almost like a ask you something or something like that. Or no, I'm sorry, not ask you something. Uh, ain't your business. Like kind of, um, I don't know, ICP's always, they always do these tracks where it's like, like, um, different. Where like they rap in a weird style that always, you know, ends in the same lyric or whatever. That's what this, you know. This was another one recorded just for this. They said it's some brand, it's some old school shit for you. Old school flavor kind of shit for you. Shaggy performed the cuts. Uh, yeah, just a little ditty about stale ass people. Not much to this one. It's all right. I mean, I don't hate it. 
That's okay. I'm fresh. Wouldn't say I love it. Yeah, it's okay. So fresh. I don't hate it, but I would never be like, oh, yeah, Stale is one of the best songs. Put on Stale. (laughs) All right, I'm moving on. I got to count the A's in that real quick. All right. See if it's the same as this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, that's nine. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah, nine. At least they got that right. <laughs> <laughs> they got the number of A's in yeah. stale. No. All right, Jugs, we're just skimming through this. I mean, a lot of these songs, too, like, they're they're decent, but nothing happens in the second half that you don't get in the first half. So hope you don't mind that I'm just skimming through. This one's interesting. This one says uh, this was one of the first songs recorded for Hell's Pit back in 2004, but it never made the final cut. And just as plain felt that this song wasn't quite good enough for the Hell's Pit. Hmm, interesting. Let's pay attention. The sample of the song appeared on ICP.com. Juggalos wanted to know what it was. Well, they can peep the freshness in its entirety. <clears throat> That's kind of cool. I, I do the same thing too. Like, where'd that beat at? They've never used that beat. Yeah, you know. I used to do that shit with uh, Riddlebox during the intro. There, I think they were listening to uh, the Strangler. The Strangler, and I was like, "What is that? Where's that from?" And I never knew yeah. for the for the longest time until you know, forgot fresh. Yeah, forgot fresh came out. Wait, was the Strangler on Fuck Off also? I don't, think, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Because it was, uh, I was thinking that the other day, like, I was listening to The Strangle and I was like, I know it was on Forgot Freshness, but where did that song come from? Everybody put your hands in the air like you don't care. That it's fucking raining blood everywhere. Everybody put your hands in the air. Like you don't care. That it's fucking raining blood everywhere. Let's put that fuck off. Put your hands in the air. You don't care that it's fucking raining blood everywhere. Everybody put your hands in the air. Like you don't care that it's fucking raining blood everywhere. Everybody put your hands in the air. Like you don't care that it's fucking raining blood everywhere. Everybody put your hands in the air. Like you don't care that it's fucking Alright, so fuck off just had uh Fuck off clown love, I'm not alone in three rings. I was thinking the strangle. Yeah, where did that come from? That's I thought I knew where it was at one point. I thought I knew it had a home besides Forgot Freshness. Yeah, I know. Same. That's like fucking me up. Maybe I'm wrong. If you juggalos know less, so glad they cut this song. Would not, would have definitely skipped it. Oh, talking about Bodies Fly. Yeah, it's not not great, That was a good cut. I I don't think it's a bad song for this album. Yeah, it's okay for this one. Uh, For what it's 
Ellsworth. I genuinely hate this song. Well, that last song and this song were both produced by Esham. Mm. You can tell. You can always tell an Esham song. But if you notice, you can't really tell like a Mike P. I mean, I, I, I take that back. You can definitely tell like if it's if it's good enough to be a Mike P. Yeah. song. Yeah. But like you'll never hear this and be like, is this Mike P? <laughs> right. And if it is, you'll be like, what the yeah, fuck yeah. was he thinking? <laughs> Esham the producer. I'm good. You know, like. Yeah. He's had a couple that are okay. Like on this shit. A lot of his production for his old shit. Yeah, for old school ICP, Isham did some production and that was fine. Like especially on Beverly Kills. Isham did some production on Beverly Kills and that was cool. That you know it was funky and it worked back then. It's just very like, like yeah. simplistic and abrasive. Like it's just I don't know. It just doesn't like I, I don't know. This beat sucks. Like you don't feel it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of this beat. I'm not a fan of how they're rapping. I'm not a fan of Esham on it. Like, it's just because he doesn't. I'll, I'll, one reason I'll tell you right now. One reason why Esham's beats don't do anything to you internally is what I'm trying to think. You're saying it like abrasive. It's abrasive because it's not doing to you. It's not doing anything to you internally, which we all have like metronomes inside us, basically on how we hear notes. Okay. He doesn't use notes in his music. It's just sounds. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mikey Clark, Mike P, they use notes. They use chord structures. Yeah. He does. This is like a, almost like a Neptune's. Yeah, kind it's of, just kind of it's beat. just sounds that that are that go together in a beat. Yeah. It's basically percussion with no notes, with no melodies or nothing. That's a good point. You know, and that that's why you're not feeling it. That's why it doesn't connect. Because we all, you know, we want to hear notes. We want to hear melodies when we hear music. It's just, it's just a natural thing that people do. I mean, and Esham does have the talent to do that. It's just he didn't on this fucking song. That's yeah, for sure. I think he does, doesn't on a lot of songs. Yeah. He definitely, like, seems to phone in a lot of his music. Like, Esham will put out, like, a couple bangers and, like, everything else is filling. Yeah. That's how I felt about Tongues. Like, Walking the Flatline on Tongues is... I'll say that's the dopest Esham song I, I know of. No joke. I love that song. I have to listen to it again. I forget it. <laughs> Sorry, it's like, Esham. This is the mall, and I never stall. So give me a call. I'll murder you all. Y'all gonna feel the time. I've definitely heard line. it. I walk the flat line. That, like, that shit is so fucking hard. And the beat is tight as fuck. Esham kills it on that song. I just gotta hear the music again. Yeah, I forget it's it. so good. Anyways. Um, this song, though, yeah. Let's fucking skip this shit. I'm skipping that song every time honestly. yeah for sure there's nothing to it's just I, out of the well, how many songs are on this 17 I could make a dope 8 track EP out of this entire album absolutely this song's dope this song's bass set the security alarm off in the studio <laughs> the cops came and took team supreme to jail for weed <laughs> it was originally recorded for Shaggy's Fuck the Fuck Off. Oh, That's kind of cool. That is interesting. That did come out around this time, too. Yeah, you're it? right. 2005. But since that album has been delayed, we figured we'd give you taste. I mean, yes, this, so- this would have fit on that album great. I yeah. Think. Who's, who produced it? Let me guess. Um, this might be Shaggy. Yep. Nice. It's pretty cool. Shaggy, when when Shaggy produces for himself, it's dope every time. See, the main 
thing you got going in this song is you got. There's the melody. Very simple, but at least you got something. Yeah. You know. And he's got the scratching and shit in there. Yeah. He's got bass. Yeah, and I, and I, I gear. I mean, Shag, or Esham has to. He's been producing longer than Shaggy has. Yeah. But like in here, obviously Shaggy's production is better. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, man. I can't hate on this at all. Yeah, I like this song a lot. I'll randomly, like, this song randomly, for no reason at all, sometimes just pops into my head. That's happened just over the years. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even, I guess maybe I'm thinking about panties. It's been a while since I, I mean, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You think of panties. Yeah. You just see you just see like wife like in some panties in the song pop yeah. like, <laughs> uh, My dumb, stupid male brain just thinks about panties. Mad Prophet says now he's paying attention to the chords. He should. Yeah, I mean You gotta you got you gotta pay attention to some of that. You gotta I mean, especially being a producer, man, you gotta you gotta know how chords work. Now, you're always way better at like deciphering that shit than I am. I like I have an ear for some shit, but like you hear a lot more sounds. Like I have to really concentrate to hear like more than the surface level shit. Well, I mean, if you actually like you know, I mean, if you studied chords and and you know music and notes and shit, you'd hear it too. It's just a language, yeah. you know. You're you hear you you hear words. Words stand out when you hear when you learn another language. Word. That's true. Yeah, I mean. you know, that's all it is. More Willoughby rags. <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> Fucking legs, diamond. <laughs> uh, if you can't beat him, join him. Fuck him, man. You know what I'm saying? Come down here. This was the other one. Like back in the day. This was the only other one I liked off this album, man. This song was uh, recorded all the way back in 92. It was recorded for the Terror Wheel EP. Yeah, what is this beat? Wait, Terror Wheel came out after... After Ringmaster. Ringmaster, which Ringmaster was 93, right? Yeah. So this was recorded in 92, but it was meant for a 94 release, because wasn't Terror Wheel 94? Yeah, I think so. I think SCP got this wrong. This was probably recorded later than 92. Yeah. 92 is like fucking carnival. Unless they, that's what they meant. But yeah, this doesn't sound that old. This definitely sounds like Terror Wheel era shit. It sounds like schizophrenic. Yeah, it does. You know, like the, the vibe of it. Schizophrenic, don't panic. Yeah, exactly. Schizophrenic, that is the schizophrenic beat. It is. Mikey right, Clark. So Mike, gangsta's banging. What's that lyric from? No straight hanging. That's, that's, that's from Fuck Off. That's from Clown Love. Ah, you're right. Yeah. So this is like a mashup of those. Yeah. That's interesting. It's like a mashup of Clown Love and uh, what was it? Schizophrenic. Yeah. 
Yeah, they got this. I mean, unless they recorded Terror Wheel like way earlier than we thought, but like, that, why would they know. record it earlier than Ringmaster? Yeah, dude, this sounds. 92 was before Beverly Kills. Yeah, that's not. That can't be right. And Beverly Kills sounds way different than this. This is Mikey Clark production, like Ringmaster Riddlebox era. That's not, that can't be 92. Yeah, you you fucked up your own dates, guys. It's possible that uh, I mean I wouldn't even believe that they wrote it in '92. Like the lyrics are more advanced than what they were doing in Carnival. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say they're more advanced lyrically, but they're definitely more on beat the way they started going. Yeah. Because there's some shit on Carnival where like there's definitely some lyrics. I mean, it's just, he's they're pumping out lyrics, especially Jay, but it's not on beat like how it started being. Okay. On Ringmaster. They, they started going more with the snare yeah. and more they started having more groove to it as carnival was just put it's just get them out you know yeah you're right they, had to, they were paying for studio time they had to hurry up yeah <laughs> um this song I could take this part I could take it or leave it yeah 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 you're right dude this music was later used for schizophrenic on terror will but this was the track's first go around classic classic clown shit Great. This song's great. Yeah. I mean, this that, is as good as anything they put out back then, you know. That stupid interlude. I can I mean, I love that too. Yeah, you know same. I mean? It reminds it gives me like um like Hey Vato had a similar vibe yeah. where, where it was like it was like lyrics from a different song and a beat from a different song. Yeah. Well, Hey Vato I think was supposed to be on Ringmaster. Oh yeah. But I think they used the beat for Murder Go Round or some yeah. shit or Wagon Wagon. Like, yeah, something like that. It would say in the actual uh, Forgotten Freshness one, Volume 1 and 2. Yeah. Join him. Just that funky 70s. Uh, that was a lot of Mikey Clark back in this era. 70s funk. Sampled a lot of 70s funk. Yeah. And gong. Yeah. <laughs> this song like kind of drags a little bit. What's the end of this shit? I can't. I can't skip. I can't see it. Probably one re- one reason why they left it off. It's not bad though. I would have gladly welcomed this song on any of those albums and not skipped it. Yeah. You know. I can see because you like the beat song. Yeah. You can just groove to the beat. Yeah. I mean the lyrics are good too. Like whatever the fuck they're saying. Like just talking about clown shit. Jay's like just bullshitting. Mm. Sounds like it's like he's just freestyling, you know. Yeah. I don't see this shit. I don't see shit. <laughs> he's probably like looking at people in the like behind him, or like on the other yeah, side yeah. when he's recording. <laughs> he's just like laughing at him. So this song, this song had to be. Oh, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if this was like a left off of like. Ooh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Jekyll Brothers era. No, wrong. A little bit later than that. All right. A couple years. It says this bomb ass track was recorded on the road during the Hell's Pit tour. Okay. Shaggy and Jay and Mac 10 recorded their lyrics. Right in the back of the tour bus. The song's pretty dope, though. I mean, they're, it's it's cool, like Violent J just doing like gangster shit, you know? Like, this almost sounds like it should be a writer song. Erotic D is the dude who produced this. Some dude <laughs> okay. they knew in Texas. Okay. I mean, the beat's pretty sweet. I like it. I like the hook. I like how they rap. 
Yeah. I think track, Mac, Mac track. 10 comes correct. Yeah. He stayed on, on you know, the topic. topic. The track was done by a talented ninja in Dallas, Texas named Erotic D. ICP has wanted to work with Erotic D since they first heard music on a Doc album years ago. A DOC, sorry. ICP and Mac 10 clicked right away on the tour and it was evident right away that the track was going down. Here it is, finally. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool, cool rap song. I think back when this came out, I was hip to... They, they released a new West Side Connection album, like, around that same time. I was bumping the fuck out of that. I was never hip to, like, West Side Connection or even really listen to Ice Cube or Mac-10 ever. But that album, I, I for some reason, downloaded and listened to. I really liked it. I don't think I ever did. I don't think I was listening to, like, gangster rap at all back then. I wasn't either. I don't know why, like, that album, like, even stuck out to me. I think I was just new to like downloading music and shit. Uh, you were a few years into it. <laughs> I remember you were downloading music way before <laughs> 2005. <laughs> yeah, probably. You were good four or five years into it by then. Yeah. Been a pirate for a long time. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Alleged pirate. Speculation. It's all we're rocking Pure, a pirate. Purely flag. speculation. Yeah, it's an alright one, man. This is cool. Alright, I'm gonna skip it. Only a few more tracks left. We're just gonna skim through these. Um, Yours begins tonight. This song is kind of baffling. I, I can't, I can't say if I like it or not. It was made for Shangri-La. It was recorded in 2002. It was made for Shangri-La. It was left off because the clowns fell. It was just too soft. I was feeling really positive, happy during the days of the Diamond Rain, as evident on this rare, never-before-heard song. Far from a rap song, this song taps inside of ice if you never heard before the Shangri-La album and never heard since. Welcome to the roller coaster of ICP for Ground Impressions. Hmm. I mean, I I do see that it doesn't quite fit, but it, it does have a Wraith feel. Yeah, like, it does. Very big, like, production sound. You know, Mike P's, like, guitars sound is iconic on here. It's kind of got a... Uh, Wizard of the Hood sound too because hmm. you know that was around the same time yeah I can see that I kind of I I mean I, I don't know I don't know how I would have felt if it was on Shangri-La I think Shangri-La is great the way it is yeah I mean I don't hate the song and like I probably wouldn't have skipped it and I probably would have considered it cool classic song but I would have been like what's this um What's this Zug Island song doing on <laughs> Shangri-La? That what That's probably like. what I would have said back then. It's an okay song, though. I mean, if I'm listening to this album straight through, I probably won't skip it. But it's kind of, it is kind of soft. <laughs> it's kind of soft. I'm not too feeling Jay's hook, man. I'm not really. I think he's kind of flat. Yeah. On that part. Yeah. That's all right. yeah. Like he's a little flat. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Yeah. 
Now we both agree that this that Mikey Clark's version of CPKs is actually better. Yeah, I do. It's got like a much like I, I much like scarier beat. Yeah, it fits the vibe of the song a little. Yeah, more. no, for sure. For what it's worth, I I genuinely do like the OG CPKs. I've always liked it. And I think the beat is cool, but I do like this one more. I've never liked CPKs the original. I've never liked it. What's he say about I, I, this song? Anything? I always thought Jay's. I always thought. I remember when Jay first talked about. Like it was in a seminar. Yeah, I remember that. He's like, "All right, guys, Hell's Pit's going to be wicked." In fact, here I got a verse for you, and he spit yeah. this, and I was just like, even then, I was like, I was like, that's. I hope that's not what the entire album sounds like. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty fucking wicked to be talking about murdering preachers. Like, I mean, it's yeah, but it just sounded like try hard. Yeah, like too, too wicked, sure. too try hard. I get that. Like, I mean, they've done wickeder songs, not talking about murdering. Preachers. Yeah, like, and it was. I don't know. I didn't get like a f- cool ICP feel from it. Like, it's not who you're murdering that makes it wicked. It's how you're murdering. Yeah, it's you know? how you're murdering. <laughs> it's like the energy in you in the song, and like that one just had a. I want to figure out the most wicked thing I can do. Oh, let's kill a preacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's do that. And <laughs> I get that. I thought I, I thought they pulled it off pretty good lyrically, but <laughs> I get I get it. Yeah, I mean, and, and like they they take themselves out at the end. That's cool and everything. Like I don't I don't so much hate the lyrics as as much as the delivery and the beat. Yeah. Well, at least that fixes the beat for you. Yeah, this one I like way better. I know people love their hell spit out there, and I'm not hating on hell spit. DC Fago guys, like, how in the hell do you not like CPKs? I just never have. I know people love hell spit. My brother's one of them. You know, he loved hell spit. I, re- I really, really like hell spit. Yeah. I would say I love it. That was the last ICP song I, or ICP album I bought. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people though were like, I mean, how many people have we talked to? Like, I've been down since Hell's Pit. It's crazy. Yeah. That was the last one I bought, and I was kind of over them after that. I was like, eh. I yeah, don't every- think I don't think they're they're what they used to be. Yeah, everything after Hell's Pit does seem like it's just like not as good, you know. But yeah. don't get me wrong, we've come around, obviously. Yeah, but- we've come around, and now I think, I mean, fuck, now I think, uh, you know, Bang Pow Boom and Mighty Death Pop are are light years better than Hell's Pit. Yeah, in my opinion, I, I would probably light agree years that. better than Hell's Pit. I mean, I have nostalgia for Hell's Pit, so therefore, like a lot of the songs kind of touch me in that way more. Yeah. But as far as musical talent and ability, like I would agree with you for sure. Like. Yeah. Just those those albums do bring out a better side of ICP. There's a way there's way more structure and flow to those albums than Hell's Pit lacked a lot of things for me, man. Yeah, you know that it, it lacked their classic structure and flow. It lacked like, Mikey Clark. Yeah, and there, and just yeah, exactly. That's a big thing. The multiple producers on there. It just it, it was the first album where it was like a broke. It was like a fragmented production. Yeah. Piece. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel that, and I and I and it really, I I heard it at that time. Yeah, because Mike P did all of Shangri La, right? Yeah, and then Hell's Pit came around. It's Mike P and Kuma and, yeah. and uh, Straight Jacket and Esham and and ICP change when they're working with different yeah. producers, just like anybody does. Yeah, yeah. we would too. Yeah, it, it, whoever you're working with, you're going to change to kind of match or or what you think their beat needs. Yeah, when they're with ICP or when they're with Mikey Clark, Mikey Clark, especially you know nowadays we know what they sound like when they're with Mikey. Clark, they sound like Death Pop and Bang Pound yeah. Boo. You know what I mean? And back then, they were with Mike P. That's what they sounded like, you know? Um, so who produced this track? Because I actually like the beat on this song. Yeah, this is a decent beat. I do like this beat. 
And Jay raps good, but dude, Two Live Crew fucking sucks. And I don't know why. I get like maybe it was on their bucket list to do songs with Two Live Crew, but like this shit, they ruin your songs, bro. They literally this nut. They literally ruin this shit. Fresh kid ice, fresh and grits, MC breed, and vanilla ice. I mean, Chinaman, I think, was that guy, guy that just rapped. He was okay. Fritz the Cat produces. All right. Fritz gets props. I mean, do you really want to know anything else about it? Yeah, I do. What 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 is the story of this Another song? megaton bomb that was cons- constructed just for this. Okay. September 2005, ICP recruited a few Juggalo favorite this, legendary this must be MCs. Fresh-ass song by Ho. Fristic Cat provided the incredibly dope-ass track. MC Breed and Fishing Grids threw their hook down. Song about bitches and your hoes, motherfucker. And always fresh, especially coming from this crew of ninjas. Yeah, bro. Vanilla Ice fucking sucks on this song. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this shit. Let's see what Gage is saying. I definitely skipped this back then. Definitely. Yeah, I, I've never listened to this song more than today. Definitely. But no, it's not bad. Like the song itself? It, it's okay. I'm skipping this song every fucking Yeah, time. I'll probably still skip it. If this ever came up in a playlist, I'm yelling at the thing yeah. to hit skip. I don't hate it, but I don't love it enough to just listen to it every if time. If Alexa was playing ICP and this song came out, came on, oh, yeah. I'm like for getting sure. out of the shower to be like, hey, hey, yeah, hey Alexa, for sure. next. <laughs> yeah. For, sure. yeah. for some like reason, I- anytime I ask Alexa to play ICP, it plays the same few songs. It starts with Cemetery Girl, then it'll play uh, fucking... Uh, the one, the chop chop slide. I know every goddamn time, and then it'll play my axe every time. My axe, so I mean that's it's pretty popular. Uh, I mean, Cemetery Girl, my axe. I, I mean, think I think it's because those are the TikTok. Fa- I don't know if Cemetery Girl was famous on TikTok, but the, those other songs are TikTok. Cemetery fans. Girl should be famous worldwide. I agree. Period. On every social media possible. I agree. And Ju- my axe. Juggalos, start putting, <laughs> start making TikToks of Cemetery Girl. Yeah, man. <laughs> Cemetery Girl is one of the greatest high speed tracks ever made. Stop making TikToks of in my room we like the song okay but it's unnecessary yeah. quit it yeah it's that hell's pit man it's that hell's pit love i'm telling you it is these ju- there's some juggalos out there they love some hell's pit man i mean it, it's it's not their worst piece they've ever done but they love that stuff yeah, man juggalos love hell's pit i mean you know i i do really like hell's pit i probably sucked to sit quite a bit on the hell's pit ab- episode way more than you did I'm sure but that said there's way more better ICP out there is all I believe all so oh oh now it's playing boondocks fuck yeah bro alright I can't oh, I can't listen turn- to that steel guitar baby <laughs> yeah I can't even turn it off no yeah I'll turn it off who produced that man damn bro that um might have been Mikey Clark yeah he produced I think Mikey Clark did produce a decent amount of the harvest was that it yeah Alrighty. No. Oh, look, our shit's showing up back there. Let me fix that. All right, Jugs. That was it. That was um, Forgotten Freshness. Let's see. Gage said uh, Alexa auto plays their top five songs on Spotify. Ah, that's why. 
Top five on Spotify. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's make some headless boogie TikToks. Oh, that'd be a good one. Hey, y'all heard that. That'd be a good one for Jugs. It's time to get in. Why are, why are, like, I think the people making these TikToks of ICP, like, they're not even juggalos. They're, they're not, they're, or they're just brand, they're like new, younger juggalos. Yeah. And they're just teens that are finding these, finding out yeah. about ICP and, like, doing a song. Anyway, you yeah, know, and, that, and that's interesting. What makes ICP hits for the younger crowd? What makes the hits? Who dictates what the hits for the younger crowd is? Is it is it a popular younger TikToker finds an ICP song they like and they spread it? Yes. Or is it does it come from the past somehow and they heard it? I think it's younger TikTok TikTokers will find one of these songs. Like I, I think in my room popped off because of like the tap tap love in my room tap tap and then you're like in my room like these motherfuckers are in their room like in my room yeah <laughs> like, but tap, I, tap, uh. but I also think that was even even back in the day in the like the beginning of YouTube those were some of the first videos that people were doing oh, like in my room ICP okay. like, like I, I remember I remember like or old school videos of like yeah it's a, girls doing like videos to in my room that's a, yeah that that is a weird phenomenon so yeah. maybe like those same whatever attracted those people to that song is attracting the newer younger kids to that it's song. probably the less testosterone ridden icp songs so it can be you know women and men you know yeah it can appeal to both i guess so maybe I mean, that's how most pop music is. Popular but then why not like is. Amy's in the attic or, you know, whatever. Like Amy's in the attic is too scary. I mean, yeah. you know, you know how people are, you know how pop music is. It's got to be fun. It's got to be happy. Like I see why Chop Chop Slide took off. Yeah, I, I think my axe cool. took off just because my axe is just incredible. It's just catchy. You it's know? fucking, My axe yeah. is my buddy. It's just incredible. My axe is And you can make a lot of TikToks of like being weird yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm crazy. Oh, Good to dance axe. too. Yeah, dance music too, you know, <laughs> like very easily to dance. <laughs> By the way, um, all of Broken Fort's music is on TikTok. Feel free to, <laughs> feel free to make some TikToks. I think there are a few. I found a few. You, you can go to like, like an artist and like see who's made TikToks. Some people have made TikToks of them, but it's like a Russian guy who's like, use like one of our songs like that for like because of whatever was in the title like really <laughs> what the fuck? So that's funny if you ever get a good laugh we're blowing up over in russian huh <laughs> russia huh? um let's see uh why is the artwork for the har harvest yeah the art <laughs> dc baby the artwork for the harvest is pretty it was piss poor um but you I know what rem remember it what was wrong with it it was just um boondocks like i don't know fucking some green like look yeah it's, it's definitely some green screen uh shit uh where he's like it's for some reason it's going like from the from down and looking up at him which is oh a very, he's a scarecrow yeah okay yeah i guess so yeah he's a scarecrow so i mean it's <laughs> yeah that kind of looks like he's a scarecrow it's all right and yeah you, when you do when you do this kind of shit you got to remember the lighting the light if you don't get the lighting right <laughs> dark crow <laughs> <laughs> yeah the lighting the lighting is he's getting lit from under him yet he's got a light source above him yeah. and it just doesn't look right it's giving a weird yeah weird uh lighting yeah. is key man you gotta light everything right oh man all right y'all well um let's wrap this bitch up um oh gage listen to the garden thanks bro we appreciate you um oh uh, we, we we got some uh special shit we're pop we're gonna be popping off on uh some we're broken for here soon so yeah, yeah. stay tuned um uh, we um let's see what's, what else was there anything else 
That was it. That's all I got. All right, man. I think I'm done, too. Uh, well, you ready to shuffle the fuck up on out of here? We'll slide this one right back into the deck. All right, man. We'll catch y'all next time. Until forever. Peace out. Have a great life, Jugs. See you next week. Maybe. <laughs>